here we are this wonderful morning, ready to begin a brand new Masechet. And right on schedule, because we're coming right up to the parchment of Sota in our Kriyata Torah. So let's just peek ahead a week and look at Parashat Naso in Revi of Parashat Naso, Perak Hamishi. So, Seems to be talking about a woman who's already been making out with somebody else because someone has already slept with her and consummated this relationship. Her poor husband doesn't know about it. All of which seems to be awfully repetitious. You just said, now it says, and she's been in private with this guy. Who cares whether it's private or public? I mean, the bottom line is, we aid Einba, which is strange. There's no witnesses. So there's no witnesses. What are we talking about? And she had not been raped. I mean, this was all of her own free, which is clear. It said, Now, does that make sense? This guy decides he's really going to come jealous. And so he, he, he gets jealous for her. Whatever that means. And she was already Tamea? It's absolutely wild. Or he was Mekaneher, but she never really had been Tamea with anybody else. So then, all of this is just, I mean, it's absolutely esoteric. I mean, completely without making any sense at all, this Pesukim. We don't understand the order of the Pesukim. What is trying to say at all? It's just saying something about a guy gets mad that his wife seems to be, it isn't clear at all. So then he should bring his wife to the Kohen, which again is Mashbur, is already an Avon that had taken place. He's got this magic water that's going to that is going to curse her. So if nobody has slept with you, this water should have no effect on you. But I don't want to have to say what's going to happen to you. You're going to be big trouble. Woman accepts upon herself these conditions. Then he writes the aforementioned Alota Ela Kohen Basefer. He writes it down on the Sefer. He erases it inside the Mayim Amoraim. Ishkat Aishat Mayim Amorim Amoraim. And then Uvaba Mayim Amoraim Lamorim. Velokach Aishat Kohen Yad Aishat Minchata Kanaut. Enifet Aminchalif Ne Hashem. Vikrivat Alam Isbeach. Does the Kmitza. And then it says again. Vachari Ashkat Aishat Amayim. Again, things are completely out of order. Before it was Bash for the Jew. Had the water. And then he puts, he did the tenufa. Now it says, no, he does the tenufa and the kmitz, and then he's mashka. And then again it repeats, vishkata mayim. Once again, nothing makes sense. Vishkata mayim vaita im nitma vatimomal bishavov amayim amorim lamorim. Vitzavta vitna vinafla yerecha vaita isha lala bikaramamavim lo nitma isha vitorahi viniktav vinizra zera. So if things were good, so then she's even better off than she was before. Zotorata kanot, and now it gets us confused again. Zotorata kanot, ashatistei shatachat isha vinitma. So then what's the first one? So then what's the Torah to Kanaut if it's known? Or in Isha Shetavar Lavruach Kinah? I thought that's what we're talking about. 
you didn't do anything wrong if you killed your wife in this fashion. So again, we have many, many problems in the, in the order of the Pesukim, exactly what's going on. The opening seems to be Mashmanat. We know for a fact that she was Nitma, and then it says only afterwards he decides he's going to figure out what to do about this, or what to do about it. But then it says, Eid Einba, Mashmanat, he doesn't really know, it's what he suspects, then why does it say that she did it? Then we have the steers in the, in the Seder Advarim of the Hashkoya, does the Hashkoya come first, does the, does the Mincha come first, does the Akrabas HaKomets come first, does the, just the Tanufa come first, and then is this the Torah Takanaut for someone who had not been Mekaner, is it only the Torah Takanaut, not all, but only if. Very many problems with this Psukim. Now, besides the Psukim, we already know, and it's interesting that what we know is very much a function of what we've just been learning in, in Nazir of all crazy things. We already saw all of the Mishnah at the end of Nazir talking about Raglai and Lado. I pointed out to you earlier that the opening of the Sechet of Sota defines the unique halachas of Sota only because of Raglai and Lado. It's a very strange situation here in which all of the dinim of Tuma, of course that's Nazir, it's like the main place where we have the dinim of Tuma, right? Tuma's base and so on. We learn out all of those dinim of Tuma from, from Saita of all things. Because the Terence is using a lotion of Mitzvah, again and again it talks about Tuma. And there's a unique halacha by Saita, which we don't find anywhere. Normally you either know something, you don't know something. You can have a din of Safek, so if something is also Mitzvah Safek, it's very different than if something has a mitzvah avadai. It doesn't mitzvah as effect. There's no punishments for it. Doesn't doesn't create dinim kineged hazaka and so on. When it comes to sota, all of a sudden we have this new thing. A guy is suspicious. There's an indication that his wife has done something. We don't know that she's done something. And somehow under the Torah says, well, you know, that's enough. She's already a surah. He's not allowed to sleep with her. If you, then you have to you have to have now this this uh, access to God in order to fix things up. And if not, the suffolk itself answers. You know, how does that happen? So we know essentially, if if we looked carefully at these psukim, we saw that there were three issues that the, the psukim are addressing. One is the tuma, and it talks about aid einba. What, what exactly does that mean? I mean, if there's no witnesses, how do you establish something halachically? What does aid einba mean? We talked about the vikineyat ishto. Is that something that's personal? Is that something that is defined la halacha? If it is, does it require two witnesses? It is a davar erva. Is it the kinoi that makes the woman asrafil besafik? In which case, perhaps it has a din of, of You'll need two witnesses to establish the fact that now she is not a normal woman. She is a woman who can become a surah vada'it from being alone with a man, which is unheard of. Whoever heard of being alone with a man being... Every woman's alone with men all the time. I mean, he walks into a room, nobody else is there. What's the big deal? You know, goes into the office, the boss is dictating a letter, she's taking dictation. What's the big deal? Anybody's going to be able to say that his wife was alone with a man. There's no such thing as a woman who was alone with a man at one point or another. So there's a new situation because of the kinui. Okay? So how do you create that situation? Personally, one witness, two witnesses. Then we have a new situation because of the stira. Is the stira the basis of the husband's three? We have nitma'a. What defines nitma'a? The Torah says beferish. We don't have witnesses. So if we're not witnesses, what establishes it? What establishes the new state of a woman who had been in a position of having gone through kinui, which is the only reason that we're going to treat her differently? That's the second issue. What creates the state of a woman who has had kinui? How do we create a kinui? And then, what is the stira? Is the stira something which just is a clincher? So if you know about it, you're the husband, you know about it, that's it, it's already too late, because you know. It has nothing to do with how many witnesses there are. Or is that itself the state that creates the yis? So the fact that there was a stira after kinui, Kinoi was basically just setting things up. It didn't have any ramifications that required a Dover Shaverva. It was a Heksher Bialna. Okay, Heksher maybe could be done even alone. Or maybe with one witness. But then, since it creates that state, now if I discover that she was Nisteret, so maybe the Stira is the thing that answers her, in which case I need two witnesses for the Stira. It's not enough for me just to know about it. 
All of these issues are brand new issues because we never had anything other than, of course, Nadorim and Nazir. We never had anything where you create a new state because you've decided to create it, and now the Torah has to respond accordingly. That's interesting. It's another relationship between Sota and Nazir and Nadorim. So over here, you have now put on new chumras on the level of your relationship. Normally, a marriage consists of a clear-cut definition of Kedushin, which is violated only through intercourse with another person. That's the violation of marriage. There's no violation of marriage talking to people, being alone with people, or maybe there's a drabonin that goes there, not to be alone, or maybe there's even a derisis, but whatever one, it certainly doesn't violate the essence of Kedushin. You create a new state of an Isha who is called a sota because of the kinoi alone, in which just being alone with a man is enough to ask you. See how this has to do fundamentally with Nazir. It's not just uh, happens to be that we have two things. Happens to be they both discuss Tuma. Happens to be they both discuss Raglai Madara. Happens to be they're both near each other in the Torah. No, 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 no. We're basically dealing with a way in which you artificially create a construct in which marriage is defined differently than it is for most people. Okay, so there's something deeper going on here than meets the eye. So, of course, the first thing that the, the Gemara is going to be dealing with is this question, what does the Torah mean? What's the order of the Pesukim? What is Eid Einba supposed to, supposed to refer to? Then how do we establish things without witnesses? Which of these three steps requires no witnesses, one witness, or two witnesses? That's obviously our first, our first concern. That's what you do with Nazir. That's what you do with Nadorim. You create a situation where you become a Kohen. A normal person doesn't have to worry about the things that a Nazir has to worry about. A normal person doesn't have to worry about his wife being alone with a guy either. What you say creates a new state, and now you have constructed a different level of relationship and expectations and level of Kedusha, which other people don't have to meet. You artificially make, make a situation that has to meet new standards. Okay, so opens up the Masechta with... Wow. Okay. I mean, I don't even know if I'm Roy to say the words now. That's a serious issue here. For someone who went ahead and did this kinui, whatever it is, and we're going to see later on exactly, the mission itself is going to define what, it, what this is. But you set up the situation which creates now the matzav of Soteba being mekaneh. So Rebbe Le'ezer omer mekaneh pishnaim the din of kinui is established as the essence of this new relationship, and therefore the same way that arayot, you want to be mekadesh and ishi, you need two witnesses? You want to be mekaneh and ishi, you need two witnesses. You can't just do something, even if we know about it, it's irrelevant. It's a new state, la'alacha, which is defined, like all other things, by two witnesses. As far as the question of at what point would you now be able to be mashka, meaning that there was already a stira that allowed you to bring her to a kohen, that the hashkaya could be For that matter, if you come to a kohen and say, look, I have two witnesses over here. It was Makana, my wife. Now she's not the regular kind of woman that can afford to be alone with a guy. And I saw her. The kohen doesn't say, do you have witnesses that you saw her? Because now it's established. Look, this is the relationship. You said that if your wife is alone with a guy, she's asura. You know that she's asura on you. What are you going to do? So thank God that the Torah gives you a way of making her Torah for you. How? Through this whole process of bringing this korban, the minchat kanaut, and drinking the mayam amarim. But it, that's not a punishment, drinking the mayam amarim. That's a birur. So for that, you don't need witnesses. You go to the and say, I saw her. So then he's mashka. He can be mashke ota, even apiatsmo, certainly apiyadechat. Perhaps not certainly apiyadechat, because otherwise you can ask, I mean, apiatsmo, so what do you have to say apiyadechat? 
So the truth is, you can say, of course, a person can always be Shavya Nafsh Chatikhadi Surah. So she becomes a Surah Allah. So then, then the Torah offers him an out. Because he saw it himself. But an Eid Echad is not as powerful as you're saying it yourself in terms of the Yisra that's on you. So maybe over there it wouldn't be enough. So in other words, there's in both directions. So even Api Echad, even Api Atzmo. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Rabbi Yeshua says, well now I agree that, um, sorry, Mikanah, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi, what did I, oh, I just said Rabbi Yeshua, yeah, Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Mikanala Alpishnai, Umashka Alpishnai, each one of these steps is a din in Erva, and so Mamela, in order to be Mashka, there have to be two witnesses. Now, what exactly does that mean? But what about if he yourself, if he finds out from Nedaka that she was Nidma'ah? What's the din over there? This is not clear. We're going to be the diathist of the Gemara. So remember, there's three issues that we have to worry about over here. There's the Kidui. There's the Stira, which is Gomer the Hashkaya. There's also the Tum'ah. In other words, obviously in a case, let's say we know that she was in Stira. Let's say this guy knows according to Rebbe she was in Stira. There's one witness who says, forget about it. There's no point in being Mashkaya. I saw them actually sleeping together. You only saw her go in, but I was looking through the window. Does that mean that he can no longer be Mashkaya? Because now there's a witness to Tum'ah itself. Does he now, is he in a position where he has to be Mechavah, what that Eidachat said? Does he need to aid him? How about if she says that, no, it's, it's too bad, I was already Nitma. Again, all of these issues were going to need to be Medayat. It isn't clear what this means, Mashka, Alpishnaim. So in other words, if he saw her, he knows she was Nitma, what happens? She's Asura, but he cannot be Mashka, or she's not even Asura. So, Ketzad Mechanela. What do we mean when we say, Hamechanela Ishta? Omerla Bifneishnaim. So if he says in front of two people, Al Tidabri Imish Ploni. Don't talk to so-and-so. And she talks to him. That's done. She's allowed to sleep with her husband. Her husband's a Kohen. And she's allowed to eat truma through him. As a matter of fact, the Gemara is going to say, and even if she goes into a room alone with him, she's also muteret. Because saying don't talk to somebody with a euphemism is not a euphemism. It's not to talk to somebody. You have to say don't be alone with somebody. So therefore, you know, the mission is not mashma this way, but we'll see later on how we work this into the mission. But in the case, all this is missing now, but in a case where he told her, don't be alone with somebody, and then, she is alone with him, but she has to be alone with him long enough to have actually slept with him. Not time she walks in alone in the room. So then she becomes So here she becomes Asura, not becomes a fake, but and since she, she is Asura to her husband, so she also, if he dies before getting a chance to be Mashka, and he doesn't have any children, so then, there's no din of Yibum either. We're going to be, if you recall, we nourish this for the Pesach back in Yibum, so we'll go through it again. There's no din of Yibum in a case, no, no heter even of Yibum, in a case where she was Asura Labal here. So the Ishacher, Velo Yavam. So we allow only Chalitza, not Yibum. The Lashon Amisha is almost as confusing as the Lashon Amisha. So, again, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this mission the same way we're going to have to get to the bottom of the psukim. Okay, it says, first of all, I understand what in the world does Saita have to do with Nazir? My Tana, the Katana Saita, what makes him suddenly get on to the Saita jazz when he just finished Nazir, which doesn't seem to be dealing with anything like the Saita, which, of course, we've shown, you know, is not the case at all. It has everything to do with it. But first, you're going to have to establish why, and then... Then you'll understand why the Tana created this whole interwoven uh, segue here with Saita and Nazir and the interrelationships. But what is it really that drives us to make this particular Seder? 
Well, that's Kid Rebbe. The Tanya Rebbe, Omer, Laman is Parashat Nazir, Parashat Sota. Why do we find it in the Torah? We have Nazir and Sota together. How do you explain that? It's because uh, the morale points out, I mean, you can ask about any parasha in the Torah. You know, well, how come we don't say any parasha? What do you mean, why? Because that's what we're ready to discuss right now. <laughs> What's the question of why? It's a, it's no, it's only because it's so inappropriate. In other words, the din of nausea is basically the creation of a state of extra pre-shoot. But the din of saint is talking about a woman who has moved carrot. What are these two things when they belong right next to each other? It's a very strange juxtaposition. Unless it's the juxtaposition per se that's important. So what would be that importance? <laughs> to tell you, and this really references Shimon Atzadik's idea, we don't like throwing around Nizirut. But there are times when a person has to recognize that he needs to be Mechazik himself. So if you are affected by seeing a Sota and the way in which she's, she is now Mufkeret by by HaKadosh Baruch in a sense, Uparat Rosh HaIshad, all Nivo, that's Bekil Kula, not only in the fact that she got herself into this mess, but in the cheapness. And you find yourself affected by that cheapness, a beautiful uh, Baal Shem Tov. It doesn't reference this Gemara, but which is actually pointing out something about this Gemara. So he says, a person, who see, whatever it is that comes across the way of a person, whatever he sees, it's something that's meant for him on some level as a message. <laughs> Seems to be what the Gemara is saying. Look, why were you there to see the Sota Bekil you have to realize you don't see something that's irrelevant to you. You know the old experiment where they put electrodes in the brain of a frog, the optic nerve. Frog does not see anything. <laughs> the only thing the frog sees is something that jumps, because then it could be a fly. But his, it, the brain doesn't even get the images. In other words, it's a pre-filter. Before it even gets to the optic center in its brain, it, the, the eye does not transmit images of anything static. <laughs> so he's got a pretty boring life. But what he does see are things that jump, because there, there he's ready to roll out his tongue and catch the fly. So the person also, to some extent, you know, 99% of the information that comes about absolutely don't even notice it. <laughs> the things that you notice, there's got to be a reason that you're noticing it. So that means at some level you're attracted also to this kind of thing. So seeing that woman makes you think. So if it makes you think, so then you ought to be a nazir. So that means there are times where even though we said, what's well, not such a good idea to be a nazir, there are times when you should be a nazir. So there's a relationship then between nazir and sota. So then why doesn't it say sota and then nazir like it does in the Torah? I mean, so, so, velitne sota, vahad nazir, I mean, we should have Saita and then Nazir. Kala Raya Saita, Yazirat's women I mean, what are we doing? Nazir Saita. That's the Smichas of the Parshas in that direction. Because I did the Tanik Tuvot, Vitana Hamadir, Tana Nidarim. Look, the first thing is that we're going to put Nidarim into the Seder Nashim because we were dealing with Hamadir, which according to some was even the end of the Sefer Tuvot. So it says Nidarim. Once it says Nidarim, it already says Nazir because Nazir and Nidarim got together. You become a Nazir through Nidarim. So I did a Tana Nidarim, Tana Nazir, the Damila Nidarim. Then, because we know that there would be a relationship between Nazir and Sota, so once it says, and this Nazir Katani Sota, Kidarebi, that's true. Mm. Now, the truth is, as Tosis points out, it's really weird because back in Nazir we said that the only reason that it says Nazir in Nashim at all is because of Sota. So why, this, why are we saying it says Nadarim and then, and then Agav Nadarim, it says Nazir? So Tosis says there's two issues here. There's first of all to determine in what Seder something belongs. Then there's the organization of the Seder internally. Those are two separate things. First, we need to establish, what is this thing doing here, Bichlal, in this Seder? Then, okay, now within the Seder, where do we put it? That's something else. And that's what we're dealing with over here. Remember, that's actually the way the Gemara was menasachat, the question. Is it this essentially a Kachim issue? What makes it a, what makes it a Nashim issue? Right? That's, so that was, that was a Seder question. Now, 
The Lashon of the Mishnah, first of all, is very interesting. And when you say Hamikah, it doesn't say, it says someone who put himself in this position. It doesn't say Mikanele Ishto. So in other words, apparently, this is not a very good thing to do. It's similar to Nazir in that sense, right? We're not happy with somebody who creates this type of situation. That's what it seems to be saying. So Hamikane is Mashvid the Avad. Okay, a guy who did this. That, yes, in, okay, that's the din. But we're not recommending this course of action to anybody. Obviously, our Tana holds that it's Asur Lekanot. In the same way we found back in Nazir, we have a whole portion of the Torah where you have to bring a korban for getting yourself involved in this parsha, And it's not necessarily a good thing. Here, too, you are considered to have done something wrong in creating this situation, according to this Tana. And Asur Lekanot. We'll see later on that it's a machloket. When Rishlokish would open up the Sugya of Sota, he would begin as follows. Omar A person is given the wife that he deserves. Now, this clearly seems to be saying, in other words, now that we've established that it's not a good idea to be Makanaliishto, says Rishlokish, well, of course not. I mean, if she's acting this way, it's because you're a bum and got the wife that you deserve. So what are you putting yourself now on a pedestal and saying, ah, I will not tolerate a wife who has these kind of horrible behaviors. What do you think she's got these behaviors for? Because you're married to her. So why are you setting yourself up as the one that's Kodesh Vitar? We'll see that this is a thematic here, actually, in the Parsha, because the Mayim Amorim will not even work if the husband himself has been fooling around with other women. In other words, it has to be an equal, equal uh, opportunity, Mayim Amorim. So, <laughs> I'm not, not sure. so, so, I mean, that's what Rishonki seems to be saying. We're going to run into some trouble with this in a moment, as we'll see. So Rishonki says, okay, we do not give a person a wife unless it suits the way that he acts. Because after all, it says, We will not allow the group of evil, the set of evil, to have something to do with the girl of a tzaddik. So if you were really a tzaddik, you wouldn't be sitting here with a wife like that. So why don't you look into your own problems instead of looking at your wife's problems? Yes, sir. Not necessarily. It could be asked to explain why it's only been Yavad. Maybe that's why. Don't think this is an easy thing. I mean, because, look, you're talking about being Mazavic someone in advance but is ma, I mean, is ma'asav haven't happened yet. So basically what you're looking at is patterns of behavior or profound interrelated issues in which you're making predictions as to what's going to be. But if you're making predictions, then, I mean, that's very similar to Kriyat Yamsuf, isn't it? I mean, the, the, the Malachim said, I understand, these are both no good next. The Jews, the Egyptians, they're all the same. Why? So I got his says, well, these people are going to be Makabal the Torah. I mean, going to be Makabal the Torah. I mean, but, you know, that hasn't happened. There are times when I was naying in Abriya, I'll pee issues that aren't even there yet. <laughs> this is not so partial, we're going to ask in a moment. It's going to be, it's going to be innate in the Gemara's next question. But that's not so simple. But in any event, where do we see that the Torah compares this, these two circuits, Kriyas Yamsuf in marriage, Shinemar Elohim Moshiv Yechidim So God now makes a bayit. He's Moshiv Yechidim. He takes people who are singles, Yechidim. And he builds his moshivam baita. He builds from them a bayit. That's okay. That's very nice for him to do. Yes, and he was also motziyasirimakosharot. He also took people out of Egypt at a nice time, which proves you should have a June wedding. 
Because Bekosharot means in the Chodesh Aviv, when it's not too hot, not too cold. And here we see that the two are... Comp- I don't think that was what the Gemara was referring to, but meanwhile, it's a good riot, right? So in any event, the Torah is comparing, I mean, it's you know, otherwise complete non-secular. God takes the Jews out of Egypt, Bekosharot, and he also puts two singles together in a, in a house. What's the connection? Unless you're saying there's something about the Anhaga of Motsi Asirim Bekosharot that is similar to the Hanhaga of Moshev Yechidim Baita. What would that be? It can't be the Etzim Yitzia from slavery. I mean, over here, you're putting him into slavery. <laughs> I almost slipped up last night with your wife. <laughs> she says, well, for Shabbos, you know, for Shabbos, he's going, to, he's, he's going to have a vacation. I said, well, I said that, and he was angry. She says, no, I meant he doesn't have to go to your shear. <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> so we each have our vision. <laughs> Okay, so the only only element of that of that hanhaga that we see is similar. Must be this aspect that you're you're trying to do something that's pure potential, and you're going to deal with the potential in a particular way, which makes it allows it to become actual, and that is something which is in the das of Hakadosh Baruch is that true? I thought, what about it's all basher jazz? I mean, I thought it's all basher. If it's basher, how can it be? I'll be myself. Amy, Vom Revira Marav, Arbaim Yom, Konim Yitzirata Vlad, Batko Yotzeid Vilmeret, Bat Ploni Leploni, Bait Ploni Leploni, Soda Ploni Leploni. Of course, this is the same relationship that we see all over. You only get married because we learn out of the Din of Soda. That's the Maratha Machpela. And that's Bait and Beiti is Ishti. So these three things are all basically one and the same thing. What home are you going to have? What field are you going to have? What wife are you going to have? If that means what career you're going to have, which is both a field and a wife, remember, right? The field is your is your career, and your wife is your career. That's the Merzah's affairs. That's Eishet Im Torah, Im Parnas, whatever it is. That's the thing that you're related to. So these fundamental things are basically mazal issues. If they're mazal issues, what would they have to do with the way that you're going to act? Says Rashi, well, I mean, doesn't God know? <laughs> doesn't he know? Well, maybe that's part of the mazal. No, because then, then that would mean that there's basically a gezerah on the guy. And uh, as, as the Gemara says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu may say everything, but So how could there be a Hanhaga that would put into the world a level of potentiality that is based on your being a Russia? Then that would mean that essentially your Rishut is already programmed. But the whole idea is that it's not programmed. So therefore it cannot be. So then that means the Motsi Asri Bekosharot, which is also talking about something that didn't happen. It can only be dealing with Apima Asav potentiality that is evident on some level now. It's not something that is mysteriously, I know because I know the future. Because otherwise, then this cash is exactly the same problem. I mean, so then you, if you're telling me that it's a mazal issue, the same way you can make the kosher rot by knowing, you can make the mazal by knowing. Right? We don't accept that knowledge of the future. So it must mean something that has to do with what I see innately in the person in his derech. And, and we pick that up too as humans to some extent, right? Because we see potential in people that gives us at least guidelines for how it is they've already made fundamental choices. This is basically existential psychology takes that yesod, which the Grot takes on as well. That there are fundamental choices that become evident very early, and those things, those things we pick up. So that's by the time a person is ready for zivug, you know, obviously can't be semich on this as a human being. That's very often you're surprised by the way things turn out. But certainly there's there's data there, a p, which we can say that the the ups and downs, the two potentialities of the man and the wife, that's a p zivugam b'kosharot, is indeed a double meaning because kosharot means it's mukshar for something, not that it's a nice month. So Bekosharot means we take a look at that which the person is Bukshar for, which would mean that you have a wife that can match you. 
So it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, so you're a Russia, so therefore you have a wife that's a Russia. But that also means that you can still change your ways. But then that's the way to do it. Change your ways, and she'll change her ways too. But the way to do it is not to put yourself on a pedestal and say you're no good at it. That's ridiculous. Okay, but in any event, we're asking the Kasha on Reish Lakish, right? So Reish Lakish is saying, he's relating it to the opening of Sotah, and yet we say, well, I thought a woman is bashert for a man. To which the Gemara answers something that doesn't seem to be much of an answer in the context. The Gemara answers that it's true. But look, Kasha, habizivuk rishon, habizivuk sheni. So a first marriage is indeed a marriage that is bashert. But a second marriage is apima asaf. So what's Rish Lakish talking about? Why would he be opening Sotah with a second marriage? It wouldn't matter, but this is your first wife. The whole Allah would apply only to the second wife. What we could say is that you never know if you have your first wife or your second wife. Hmm. No, I mean, you could miss it, you know. Doesn't, you know. It doesn't mean you don't have choices and that you don't, you know. Yeah. What does that mean, Shemayikad Meno Acher? And the Gemara asked this Kasha. Tosis actually asked, what's the Kasha Shemayikad Meno Acher? Maybe that's talking only about a second wife. But that would, that would be true on any level, whatever the second wife is, which could be why the, the, the Gears said. A second concurrent wife or a second no, serial wife? A, a second serial wife who's really the first wife that you end up taking. Uh-huh. In other words, maybe there is a woman out there that's meant for you, but why would you want a woman that's meant for you? That's the same as back in Ghanaian. That's the last one. I want the Bashar one. I want the fantasy one. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> right? So the, the Girsa in the Rishonim is Bezivug with two Vavs. You'll notice the Gemara says Bezivug without a Vav. The Bashar way of reading it is your first Zug or your second Zug. In other words, your real mate or your secondary mate. Not the Zivug that was made. That's what I'm answering. Yeah. I'm telling you that your Zivug Rishon may be your Zivug Jenny. No, no, no. I'm saying whatever the Gemara refers to as Zivug Rishon. Yeah, you don't. Well, that's the whole point. You don't. The Gemara is saying if it's a Zivug Rishon, then, then there is a basketball that goes down, right? Yeah. Okay, so how about all the questions we have? Which are what? How are you going to predetermine who I am? No, you don't predetermine. If, then it's a matter of muscle. You may end up with a wife that's totally unsuited to you, to the way you Basel worked out. Is coming out and saying, something and saying Bas Ploni or Ploni, you end up being a big tzaddik and she ends up being a prostitute. The Zimbabwe is not that we, the way we always perceive, at least in society, always, you always get that's the ideal ideal. It doesn't mean it's ideal. It may, it's yeah. theoretically ideal in, in some existential level, but the existence as a way of doing funny things when you're living it. No, no, Oh, yeah, you wouldn't want that prostitute. No, but this goes against what we always hear. Yeah, the romantic tradition. No, it's only in the soulmate. Way. We're looking for a soulmate. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just experimenting. I'm not. Doing <laughs> I, I always get stuck here. You should get stuck. It's a complex oh. issue. It's not meant to be, to be easily. Uh, obviously, it's as complex as marriages, which means you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? That's the question. <laughs> okay. So in any event, the Mishnah seems to be saying it's not a good idea. We'll see that that's a machlokas in the Gemara. Rabbi Akiva disagrees. He would. Rabbi Yezer Omer. So now let's start analyzing the psukim according to the Shittat. So Rabbi Yezer says, Now, and, and you'll notice that even Rabbi Yeshua argues about whether you're mashkeota only with two witnesses. But that's all they're arguing about. 
But what about the question of, if there's indications that she had already been nitma'ah, what happens then? It would appear that everybody agrees that you do not require two witnesses when it comes to information about what happened when they were tippy-toeing down there, right? So in other words, if you have a, day, a single aid of tumor, then that messes up the whole thing. Because at that point, the new situation that you created with Kina, which was either Alpishneidim or even Beinola Benatzmo, that new situation allows for an isser of the woman on you permanently because of what you did, because of what you created, even though there's only a single witness. And now you don't have the out of utilizing the Mayamoma Orim, which was only given to you for cases of Safek. So now the third category, by omission, is seen here as sufficient to have eight echad. V'tznan nami, and the truth is, this appears later on, B'feirush in the Mishnah. Eid echad, omer, anira itishinitmeit, lo haita shota. Now this violates everything that we know about the dinim of Eidut. We, we're used to knowing that something becomes Asr, only, I mean, Midiraita certainly only becomes Asur, because lo yokum eid echad behi, shal bishnayim eidim, and we have a hekesh that tells us eid davar shebeirva pachot mi and here people are saying that that's not true. This is outrageous. So where do we know such thing in the Torah? So Midiraita, minolam demehem an eid echad. Where would we get the idea that we have a parsha in the Torah in which an eid echad creates an absolute idea that doesn't give you options of pasketing according to a safek? The Tanarabana. And now let us once again pick up our chumash and look at that weird posik that made no sense. So it starts off the parsha, ish, ish, kitiste, ishto, umo'ala, bo, mo'af. We don't know what that means. Vishachavi, shota, shechvat, zera, v'neelam, me'inei, isha. So here it's mashman that she's already slept with somebody. V'nistaran, and it says that she's been alone with him. I mean, I, you know, I mean, if she's already gone all the way, what's the difference she's alone with him? V'nistaravi, he nitma'a. V'eid einba. Now, what is that supposed to mean, v'eid einba? And then it says, v'yilo nitfasa. So v'yilo nitfasa is saying what? And don't think she was raped. I mean, we haven't established anything happened. Well, apparently we have established that something happened. But you just said, eid einba. There's no witnesses. How do you establish that something happened? We wouldn't be discussing the question of whether she was raped if maybe they were never even together. So the, the pasuk is maddening. So let's just take a look at that last piece. Eid einba v'yilo nitfasa, which is contradictory. What does that mean? The Tanar Abonin Ve'ed Einba, when it says there's no witness, it doesn't mean there's no witness. It means there's no two witnesses. Ve'ed Einba means there is no Eidut. An aid is an abstraction. An aid is the fact of something happening objectively, which the Torah defines halakhically, as the Ramah says, obviously not in reality, because you can't trust two witnesses for anything. They never really know what they're talking about, as has been shown by so many tests. Unbelievable. They have no idea what they're talking about. Says the Rambam, that's true, they have no idea what they're talking about. But neither do you have any idea what you're talking about when you believe the words of some Navi who comes along and says, God spoke to me. Now, why the heck would you believe a Meshuggah who says, God spoke to him? You should just lock him up. So this is there in the same way. Says the Rambam. The same way the Torah tells you to listen to two witnesses, even though we have no reason to believe that they're saying anything that you should believe. But nonetheless, legally speaking, this is how we have to proceed. We believe witnesses because the Torah was goes to believe witnesses, not because we really believe witnesses. So too, we believe Nevi'im because there's a process by which we establish that somebody is halakhically believed to be a Navi. But that's all it is, just halakhically. It's not that we believe him because he's done miracles, we believe him <clears throat> because he's a great and wise man. For that, somebody comes along and claims he's a Navi, is either shot, because he's a Navi Sheker, so to speak, if he, if he says one of the things that indicates he's a Navi Sheker, or locked up because he's crazy. But if he fits these parameters, in other words, he's a Navi Gapi, Torah completely, and he's able to show you that he's included in the Parshan of Yis, by predictions and so on, okay. But then even when you believe him, you don't really believe him. 
Because the minute he says something that is unacceptable, you still shoot him. So again, it's never the guy. It's always the Allah. So it's okay. So two aid. So you were saying there's no edut. That's what it means. Not that there's no aid. There's no edut. Well, I mean, how do you know that that's what the word aid means? Doesn't the word aid mean a witness? I mean, oh, I know. I love Maybe it means what it's saying. You've got this whole, this whole abstraction. No, no, no. It never means that. Look, I'll show you. Suppose you wanted to say this halacha, and you would have just said, Lo yakum eid be'ish. What would that have meant to you? Do not accept a single witness against the person. So what do you have to say, eid echad? So, mi mashmash shenemar, lo yakum eid be'ish. Wait, I don't know how to read. Eid yodeshu eid echad. I mean, that's what eid means. A witness. So, eid yodeshu echad. Ma tam adomar eid echad. Let's come to teach you something. Is that b'neyav? Kom makom shenemar eid. If it doesn't say eid echad, then eid does not mean echad. That's the whole point. So if there's a place where I need to spell it out to you, by the way, in this case I mean Eid then you should know that if I don't tell you Eid I'm referring to an abstraction of Eid, I'm not referring to a person. So when it says Eid Einba, what is it really saying? That the well-defined abstraction called testimony does not exist. Okay, so it means there's no two witnesses. But there is some level of knowledge. That level of knowledge is given to us by one Eid. So, you need to be told echad. So that means over here when the Torah says, what does it mean? There's no two witnesses. There's only one witness. Okay. What do we do when there is one witness? You have to establish that she wasn't raped. And only then Asura. So clearly the context of the Pesach is we're defining Isser. If there's an aid, echad, then she's Asura. Here we find a single place where the Torah is saying, we will believe in aid, echad. And now the parsha say it's over. At this point, Ilan Itvasa Asura. The rest of the parsha must be talking about where we don't have that witness who could tell you that she was Nitma. So you're telling me that if it wouldn't have said in the Pasik that there's no two witnesses, there's only one witness. So we say it's because the Torah says in one place that the word Edut means two, right? Without telling me one. Explain to me, how would you have read this passage, please, since you're so smart? Eight means one. Let's say eight means one. Fine, eight means one. We wouldn't have known that whole business of eight echad. So what would it be saying? And there is no witness. Okay, so what do you know if there is no witness? She wasn't raped. Well, she wasn't raped. She wasn't anything. So obviously I know something. So how could the Torah be saying the eight ain't, but there's no witness at all? If there's no witness at all, then we have nothing to discuss. So then it's got to mean, from the simple meaning of the Pesach, it's got to mean that there are no two aid, and there must be one aid. It can't be saying there's no, no data. So why, don't you, why do you have to go through this whole drusha to bring me a raya that aid has got to mean two? Uh, this is so fascinating, Rich. Yeah, why, well, how can you possibly rather be sailing? Steve. So therefore, well, but my mitzvah, so how did she become a surah then if there was no, no, no data? Well, no, 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 I still need it. I would have read the Pesach like this. The Eid Einba do not accept a single witness. So Eid Einba does not mean that there is no data or there is no witness. Eid Einba means, and do not accept a single witness. So it's telling you not to believe in Eid Echad. So Eid Einba, Eid Ne'emanba. What? Eid Ne'emanba? Okay, so what do you... Okay, one witness is not believed. So what do you need? Two witnesses. <laughs> Thank you very much. I always know you know two witnesses. You're going to tell me in every parish in the Torah, oh, by the way, one witness doesn't count. We, we have two very clear-cut parishes in the Torah that say that one witness doesn't count for anything. So what do I need to say over here? Oh, and by the way, you cannot accept one witness. So, my boy, so what do you need, for heaven's sakes? Adika Trey, you need two? 
Thank you very much. So all you're telling me is that there's no difference between soda and anything else. So then shut up. What are you talking about? Something doesn't need talking about. Just say nothing about whether a witness is here or not. And I already know to learn out davar davar mimamon. It says kimatzaba ervat davar. It says apishnei edim yakum davar. So it says beferish shnei edim. Whatever it says davar shnei edim is sota question of arayot davar. Yes, ervat davar. Fine. So I now know you don't need to. If the pasuk is coming to address something, you can't be telling me something I already know. So then I would have learned that davar davar shiva moment. Va'ana yadana. I would have known. Midid habi akol idiyah shiva. All over the Torah, you don't need to tell me this. Why do I need to know it by sota? Oh, come on, you know why? You've just been learning Nazir. Nazir's all about Raglayim Ladava. I mean, so I might have thought, Sakadai Dramina Sota shiny. Maybe Sota is unique. Why? Here we go again. The Raglayim Ladava. Because there's strong grounds to suspect that a woman who's been warned not to go down. And there she goes, tipping down. And one, by, one guy says that there was all kinds of hanky panky going on. I mean, you don't think that there's grounds to assume that maybe he's telling the truth in this case? I mean, it's just a coincidence? It must be that we would believe. Comes along to Thursday, Alpha PK. Don't believe. Because so I would say there's Raglayim Ladova. What's Raglayim Ladova? Shari Kinala. He's already warned her. When this threat, she's ignored his warning, so obviously something is fishy. So therefore, the Teman Bahirachat, maybe one witness would be believed. Kamash Malan, Eva, do not accept one witness. Says the Gemara, can you explain how that fits into the Pasuk, please? Eid Eva, Eneamanba. Thank you. And therefore, what's the din? She is not Asura. So why does it say she wasn't raped? What do you mean she wasn't raped? You just said, do not accept one witness. Okay, so then why are you talking about, oh, yeah, but if she was raped, then she's muterat. What do you mean? She's muterat because we don't accept one witness. What do you mean? The loaded fuss. The whole puzzle makes no sense now. So, how could you possibly say it means that? And that would be saying, and therefore she is muterat because, sorry, therefore she's muterat because there is no witness. I mean, if the puzzle is telling you that she wasn't raped, and therefore what? She wasn't raped, and therefore she's muteret. She wasn't raped, and therefore she's asura. She slept with a guy without having been forced into it. So then, michlal da asura. So the person is coming to tell me how she's asura, not how she's muter. So then why is it saying don't accept one witness? Well, I could still fit it in. I could say, aid enma. Do not accept one witness. But, but you can't accept two witnesses. Uh, unless, of course, she was raped. In which case, even the two witnesses wouldn't matter. Maybe that's how to read it. I mean, it's true, it's a little bit weird, but all of Sukkim here are a little bit weird. So maybe that's what it means. Eid inba, meaning do not accept. Eid ne'amanba, ad ikatre, unless you have two. And by the way, there's another thing. First of all, eid inba, and secondly, vahu dihilon itfasa. It's only if you also know that she wasn't raped, and you also did not accept one witness, there were two, so then she would be a surah. Maybe just a list of requirements for creating an issue that would prevent ashkaya. So therefore, kamash malan, now, I have the whole drusha to say the eight ain't, but by definition means that there are no two eight in. There are, however, data. Where does the data come from? From the fact that there was one eight. So Adarabha, in other words, it's telling you, Midioraita, eight echad neman besota. Remarkable aloha. But where? All in the actual tumah. And that's why, Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Mekanela apishnaim. So he says, the kinui for sure has to be up each time. The stira, that could even be an eight echad, or for that matter, the Baal himself. Where does he know that from? My time, Rabbi Yeshua. Omar Krah, he says, well, if you look at the Pasuk carefully, you see that the Pasuk is basically saying this, because it says over there, the eight ain't ba. What's the case of the ba? The ba is the case now of the Tumah. So ba, it's only where we say ba that we would have been ma in the eight echad, as we just proved. But only in the particular case where he was made that he saw her sleeping with this man. 
but not if a single aid were the source of the of the knowledge of the kinoi or the stira. That not. There you need two witnesses: lo bekinoi and lo bestira. Whereas Rebbe Liazor says, oh, I, I, maybe it just means bavlo bekinoi. How do you know to exclude two things? How do you know? In other words, what we need to say is one element, which is the actual knowledge of the intercourse that asserts her, for that I will accept an Eid Echad. But not for anything else. That's what you're saying. I'm saying for that which is the actual knowledge, you need to have only one witness. But for that which sets up the whole problem, which is the Kinoi, for that you need two witnesses. That's all that it's saying. I mean, that makes the most sense. Why does that make the most sense? You're saying... Why not say No, I know it can't mean stira. Because you see, stira is called tuma throughout the parasha. It always talks about it, which is really weird. But it says, Now, we know it can't mean literally, because, I mean, we're just talking about whether there's a witness or not. So you're telling me there's something innate about being alone because of the fact that you're Makaner, that gives her the din of tuma. But we already know by tuma, an eight is sufficient. Say, if there was already kinui, that means that I now know that stira is the same as tuma. I don't care how you found out about the stira, even in Adafa. Same way, I don't care how you found out about the tuma, even in Adafa. So therefore, the only thing that's left is to say, but what about the kinui? Ah, the kinui, for that you need to have two witnesses. Because that basically gets the ball rolling of this whole new parsha called the parsha sota. Well, I don't see how you get that. I mean, kinui is also called tuma. It says, vikinei tishto, vihini tmaa. Take a look at the very next passage. Which made no sense to us at all. What, what do you mean? She already was Nitma. We know she was Nitma after the Kinoi. But it makes no sense. But the only thing it seems to say clearly is that the Kinoi per se creates a, a putative Vinitma. So she now is already under suspicion. It's as if she was already Nitma. So that means that we are comparing the Kinoi to Nitma. Yes, it can't mean that. It can't, it can't mean that it's the same as Tuma for both Kinoi and Stira, can we? I mean, because then we would accept an eight effort across the board. But the Torah already said you can't accept an eight effort across the board because it already said Ba. So Ba, therefore, has to mean Ba specifically. But you do not need the, the two witnesses when it comes to... You know, it's a very funny drusha you're bringing. You made up your mind in advance what the drusha is. Now you're telling me on the one hand it says Ba, but as far as Kinoi is concerned, how do you know which one? Umara I don't, I don't understand. How did, you, how did you make up your mind in advance what it is you're going to darshan? It's not that I made up my mind in advance, it's Rebbe Yezer, it's Asfora. Mistavra stira adifa, shikain osarta ketum'ah. Doesn't it make sense to say that, I mean, if we're going to compare something, what we ought to compare is the stira to the kinu, to, to the tumah, right? Stira and tumah is basically the same thing. Because once she's nisteret, that's what creates the assumption that she was nitma'ah. So whatever is good enough for tumah should be good enough for stira. And therefore, if we're saying, but only for this and not for something else, what's for something else? The kinoi. That makes the most sense, no? Why? Why? Why, why not say adaraba, kinoi adi? Why don't you say that the kinoi, that's the thing that asses her? Because, I mean, if there hadn't been a kinoi, then this whole state wouldn't have existed. And then she'd be like any other woman who can just uh, be alone with men as much as she wants. So if that's the case, the kinoi should be adiv, and we should believe in effort for kinoi, she can eke garamla. That's the main problem, isn't it? Well, it's not a problem at all, says Ripley. I mean, if there's no steer, the kinoi's not a problem. You can be Makan your wife all along, and, and she smiles at you happily and gives you breakfast, and everything's fine, until you find out that she was over on the kinoi. So why is the kinoi the eker? So if there's no steer, there's no kinoi. Thank you. And if there's no kinoi, there's no steer. So you love kinoi, steer my honey. Steer is a meaningless event. Without a kinoi. So uh, you're running around in circles, Rebbe Yezer. Tell me how you know. I know because as far as it is, that Afilochi, the stira is adifa, 
Look, the first step, man, the first step is being alone. It's all downhill from there. So therefore, the stira is that's the beginning of it all. So therefore, if we know that the Torah is ready to accept the Neid Echad for the end of this roller coaster or downhill, downhill activity, so then uh, that means that for the beginning it's also going to accept now, our Mishnah has a machlokas between Rebbe Yezer and Rebbe Yeshua, which is simply not true. This is not the correct way of understanding the machlokas according to the Brita, which is Rebbe Yossi says uh, that that's not what Rebbe Yezer said at all. Rebbe Yossi, Rebbe Yedon, Rebbe Yishu, Rebbe Yezer, that actually, Kino is al pi eidechad al pi The opposite of what we said over here. So that he can be mekana le'ishto al pi eidechad al pi Whereas our Mishnah held that Rebbe Yezer, you need two witnesses. That's true. In order to be mashka, you have to have two witnesses. To which, in the Brayta, they said to him, according to the way you're learning, Rebbe Yezer, so, so, so then there's no end to this. A guy gets mad, right? And you can always bring witnesses that your wife was alone with somebody, because if you were not Makana her, why wouldn't she be alone with somebody? The, the, the delivery boy came in and brought the vegetables. So now you're angry at your wife. So you go to the Kohen and you say, well, I warned her not to be alone with that vegetable boy, and there she was. So what are you talking about? You never said anything. Oh, we believe him. So now he's going to be mashker, the Mayim I'm ordering, because two people saw her alone with the vegetable boy, which is a completely meaningless event, except for the fact that you claim it's meaningful, for which you have no proof. That's crazy. So how do we put all of that into the hands of a husband? So then, so the way Rabbi Yezra Yudah is reading things, so then there's no, there's no end to this. What is the reason for Rabbi Yezir Rabbi My time to Rabbi Yezir Rabbi according to the way they're learning Rabbi Yezir. Or Mark Rabbo, Bo, Velo That Eid Echad, he's darshaning. You know what? I'm going to stop here. I think I'm, I think I'm losing you. We've been, long, we've been long enough, and we've got a lot of important Yisaitas. We have three different Shitas, which are very confusing, about three different events, which are also confusing. There's a lot of different issues, and it's the first daf, and it's good to get it all straight before we get further confused. So let's give you all a chance to do Chazorah, which we can do right now, at least for our first time. And we be... By the way, some people read that leaving out the, the object. Umashke, he, the male, is mashke ota. I'm suggesting that the correct way to read the Mishnah is umashka, which is mashke ota, because it said in the beginning, mikane la. So instead of giving the, the object separately, because over here it would be ota, which is a lot more complicated than la, so therefore it would say the word mashka. I think that's probably correct. So mashka, pi edachad o apiatsmo. Rabbi Yoshua Omer. Mikanela al pishnaim umashka al pishnaim. Ketzan bekanela omer la bifnei shnaim. Now, of course, we really ought to change the gears to read amar la bifnei shnaim because we said it's not a good idea to do kinoi we're later on. So then we should be discussing b'diavad and the amira at all. And indeed, the Bach changes it to amar la in order there to be consistent with amikane. If you said to her, not go ahead and say to her. If you said to her, So then she becomes a sur mitzad 
כאילו רבי, תתן לי רבי אומר למה נסמכה פרשת נזיר לפרשת סוטה, לומר לך שכל הרואה סוטה בקיר כולה, יזיר עצמו מן היין. So then, why not first do סוטה and then נזיר the way it is in the Torah? Ah, that's because I did a ton of ketuvot, a ton of hamadir. So therefore, ton of the dorm. I did a ton of the dorm, ton of nazir, the dorm in the dorm. However, we cannot ignore the fundamental relationship of nazir and sota. Therefore, katan is sota, kedem rabi. Hamakaneh, which is bashed with the abadim, l'chatchilolo. Clearly, katan is done, asur l'kanot. Omrev shuvah barav yetzach yavik patach v'shlokish b'sota amar hachi. which must mean that it's not up in Masav. Seems all are agreed that Eid Echad Me'eman. Indeed, the mission later on says with Nanami, Eid Echad Omer Anirayiti. She needs to meet. Lo aita shota. Midiraita, 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 midiraita. The Torah Rabbana, the Eid Einba, Bishnayim Akatub Midaber. So maybe it means Eid Echad Me'eman, Eid Echad, like it says. No. So that means the Torah is saying over here basically, Eid Einba, meaning there's no testimony. So I'm not going to trade Letva, Elachad. And therefore, she's Asura as long as Ilonitvasa, Asura. So you're telling me, at the time of the Kassar Vachmana, lo yakum eid echad be'ish. If not for that, Allah v'achim, what would I have said? That the word eid by a sota means eid echad? So eid is sota chadu? So then you're saying eid ain't, but there's no knowledge at all. So if I feel chad leka, so how the heck did she become a surah without knowing anything? It's sakadat aichamina. That eid ain't, but wouldn't mean there isn't an eid, but rather an eid is not acceptable if he's only a single eid. So Elamai boy, So then just don't talk about it. And then I would know myself. No, because I might have thought that this is a unique case. It's true. Therefore, how could you read the Pasik as Eid Einba meaning Einemanba? And that would mean what? That therefore she would be Muteret? I mean, so we're clearly talking about how to make her Osir, not, not how to make her Muteret, but Claude Asura. That's one criterion. Now the other criterion is what? Betray Nami Hidalodit Vasa. Okay, Kamash Balan, that no, that's not what it means. Rabbi Yoshua Mekanela Pishnaim Umashkal Pishnaim. My time to Rabbi Yoshua. Omakra ba Eid Ed Ba, meaning that Eid Echad would be sufficient for Tuma, but after Bituma, Bavalobikin Babalobistira. Rebbe Yazar Omer, no, no, it's just Bavalobikinoi. Why? Why not Bavalobistira? Nah. Stira is basically Tuma. It's Iskishu Tuma. Well, that's the case, Kinoi. 
is also his kishuv tov. But if you can't eat the shtov, you need tamah. Yeah, but, but, but I mean the Torah says boss. You can't mean that. <laughs> so maraita. Well, I'm just taking for granted. We starve that stira zadifa because uh, it's also takituma. Other rabbi kino is other because that's what starts the whole thing here. Shkeni kargaramla. Yeah, but he loves stira kino imiika. Yeah, and he loves kino stira myahani. But I feel like it's stira adifa. That's chalta to tumai, and it's part of the process of tumah. Now, matnita deloki haitan, the tani rabbi yosi, rabbi yudom, rabbi shum, rabbi yezer, that actually the kinoi can be even a makanali shtoz, makan api edachad, o api atzmo, and mashkala api shnai, to which yeshiva chachami, well, according to the way rabbi yosi, rabbi yudom, is reading rabbi yezer, en ledavar sof. What would be the logic? 